Yo, it's just Tim with the Small Podcast. Good morning, Monday morning, the 12th of October, 2015. Hello, I'm Stuart. Hello, Lauren. Hello, Stuart. How are you? I'm a million bucks. You know why? Why? Because we've got a brand new sponsor. Now, I just Shut said brand. Up. Really? Brand new sponsor for this coming week, and they're going to be with us all week. We love the stupidly small sponsors. We do. And we mentioned the uh, Spacewise Furniture, lovely card they sent us last yeah, week. Yeah, they've really upped the ante. Yeah. Oh, so, so thanks to those guys again mm. for being our previous friends, and now we just ditch you like a cold potato <laughs> because we've got new friends. It's no. like being in the schoolyard. <laughs> Hello. Different friends for different phases. It's good. Do you you don't lose the other ones. You just, you just have them as well. They kind of enhance... The, and like if they had a, if we had a party, which we keep talking about doing, party, a party, then we would invite them all, and they'd probably like stay in touch, you know, and be friends independently of us. Okay, well, yeah. we'll have a reunion one day, and we can invite the electric body down, and yeah, uh, uh, the guys down at Unicycles, Unibicycles, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> not, not Unicycles, that's something okay, different. Okay. <laughs> it is totally that, like the Naka Cycles. I can never <laughs> understand. When I see these fools riding down the Burke Street Mall on their one-wheel bike. This is so uh, you. Do you think they wear like, so a, you. A, you know, like a cameo type word up box? You know, my <laughs> I don't know. They'd have to. My mate Ropes, he used to ride a unicycle to You've university in a dungarees with a crazy. It's dungarees overalls. Yeah. Isn't it dungarees? Whatever they are. I couldn't remember the word overalls, so I went with like an alternative. Dun- so you butchered the alternative. Do you know, I had a theory recently floated to me that mm. if you use a word incorrectly, like you were saying the other day, hyperbole, some people say, mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be ashamed of that because what you've obviously done is read it and then applied it in your own speaking context. And mm. what cleverer way is there to absorb language and learn? Yes, but if I suppose in, once you get corrected, then if you, if you, yeah, you make if you do a mistake it again, again, you're an idiot. That you're a total idiot. All yeah. right. Well, I'll tell you to avoid being an idiot. You yes. know the best way to do it from a young age. Please is go to a school. Right. Now, in this day and age, We're many schools. Sponsored by a school. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's I love that I never know. <laughs> too, by the way. Well, the sponsorship department and the uh, legal department <laughs> do have uh, communication issues. I will admit that is true. Yeah. But uh, well, you've been off busy with new friends since mm. you've. Uh, Mm. Mm. So yes. anyway, yes. we're not going back to last week's. Uh, I yes. told you I'd never speak of him again. Uh, school good for kids. Yep. If it's a good school, mm-hmm. bad schools can be good for bad kids mm-hmm. or good kids <laughs> in a bad context. Your lead up to the last half of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they all need funding because uh, you right. remember Jeff Kennett. He came and, and decided the schools couldn't be funded anymore. That's a lie. In fact, that's a complete lie. And I'm sick of blaming Jeff Kennett for everything. <laughs> right? That was 20 years ago, people. Let's get. I mean, we had 11 years of a Labor government that were pretty poor at times. And so no more Jeff. Big Kennett hello actually. to our international listeners who have no idea what we're talking about. Very hyper local political uh, yeah, rubbish from a certain era too. So yeah. really specific. <laughs> so if you're young and overseas or interstate, you just think this is rubbish. That's it. Continue. The Dalesford Dharma School. The Dalesford what? Dharma School. Now, don't right. ask me what Dharma Not drama. Is. No, Dharma. Oh. They're like Dharma and Greg. Ah. Oh. Famous TV show yeah, from yeah. the 90s. From the, another one from your era. Well, I'm just catching up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm binge watching Dharma and Greg at this point. I'll, I'll get to yeah. friends before we know He's it. cynical, she's an idiot or whatever the context was. What was That's it? That's what they call this podcast. <laughs> Vice versa, I would imagine. Anyway, continue. So anyway, the Dharma uh, School, the Dalesford yeah. Dharma School, down there in Dalesford, yeah. uh, are having a benefit this Friday, the mm. 16th of October, and they are this week's stupidly big 
Small Ponsa Stonsa. <laughs> My God. I, I couldn't dig myself out of it. Okay, okay. Ponsa so, Sponsor. They're a what? They're a all gig. Right. It's basically a gig you're promoting it's, here. Yeah, it's for a fun, Friday. All right, you ready? I'm going to give you the, the, the details. Okay. It's, a fundra- it's a fundraiser for Dalesford Dharma School. Friday, 16th of October at the Dalesford Town Hall. It really sounds like you're trying to say drama. Yeah. And that was Dharma. Yeah. <clears throat> now, this So school, what happens I, when, you go to, when you rock up on Friday mm, to the Dalesford Town Hall? Yes. Are you going to see music? Are you going to laugh? No, no it's comedy. Are you, oh. It's called Comedy for Carmel, ladies and gentlemen. And they ah. are this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor. Comedy right. for Carmel. Forget about the school. That's who's getting the cash at the end. Do you want to hear? Oh, should we just? I was wondering why the school came into it. Yeah, I'm going to unveil one act. Okay, please. Every time we mention it, the first yes. act on this comedy, we'll start with a big one. Just okay. A, yep. Uh, old friend of yours, mm. Tony Martin. Yes. He's the first act that we're going to announce. That's on pretty the, good. Yeah, Dalesford Dharma School Comedy for Karma. That down they got, at Dalesford Town They got Hall. Tony to Dalesford. Well, they had to get a chopper. He's been chopped or a limousine. Yeah. No, that's But right. anyway, for he, more he information. He won't get out of bed for anything less than a chopper. That's right. Well, yeah. not what I. DharmaSchool.com.au <laughs> or you can check it out on Facebook, Dalesford Dharma School for all your details. It's a measly tickets of measly 40 bucks. Okay? Measly tickets are a measly 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the big tickets, are a little bit more. <laughs> DharmaSchool.com.au and uh, doors open at seven. We're going to give you... <laughs> What a pathetic little point there. Can I can I say Don't forget doors open at seven. <laughs> well, those that aren't going. Can I say yes. good morning to people who have never listened before. You have now heard a sponsorship <laughs> announcement that's gone for six minutes. All right. Well um, I get the money's worth <laughs> and ask any business now. Well, yes. It's funny that we should talk karma because mm. I'm a bit off this morning. I'm a, I'm a little bit uh, <laughs> thrown. Like we've had a studio uh, set up yep. for eleven months in yep. the, in this studio. Mm-hmm. Okay, the junk room in your uh, palace. Yeah, that's it. And I walk in today. Yeah. And I'm sitting in a completely different angle in a different corner of the same room. You are. Why have you remodelled? So, Stu, <laughs> got home on Friday night mm-hmm. and um, we realised that our door had been broken down. Could have been exuberant posty. Cracked open. And that there was out the front one of our bikes just in the laneway and a knife, a very sharp kitchen knife of ours from the kitchen. Kids. And we went into the house and then we called the police. (laughs) And so basically uh, we got robbed on Friday night. We got broken into and everything Everything that was on a surface that wasn't a bookshelf, but actually a few a few shelves of the bookshelves as well, was cleared off and thrown around the room, around the house, and it was completely trashed. The cops said that they had never – one of them said, I've never seen – I've rarely seen a house this trashed. If it makes you feel any better, if you get any comfort from this, I'll be surprised, but just so you know, this is really bad. Now, there's no truth to the rumour that mm. it was Hamish and Andy. <laughs> no. Right. So or Will not, Anderson. It's not a podcast I don't think it's in. a podcast feud. No. Because they didn't – Strange. that's why we're here this Monday morning because they didn't they didn't touch take the podcast, the podcast stuff. They pushed stuff. it all over the place. They've, they've, ch- they've chucked – they've dest- tried to destroy the room. And I say they, but uh, the cops reckon it's uh, one person and they reckon they know who it is. Um, but they don't reckon that they can Stephen connect Fry. it. But anyway, because uh, we... Can't connect of, it because... Well, there, there were no prints. 
And basically our entire house has been covered in fingerprint dust, which is very hard to get out of things and is all over stuff. So everything's a bit black and um, now, yep, can I covered ask, in thin dust. Yes. When one is knocked over yes, and the, the police come and they throw their magic dust everywhere. I've never been robbed before, I don't no, think. Yeah. I'm tapping the desk, I'm touching touch wood. It, touch it, it. Really touch it because it's touching bad. It. Yeah, I don't want to know. It's, it's bad. It'd be my top five uh, things I don't want happen to me. Yeah. All right, and bear in mind, this is a guy that's on record as saying he wants to die by being taken by a shark. I know. <laughs> so being robbed is pretty high up there. Yeah. You know, if that's one of my wants. I feel a bit vulnerable talking about it. Really? Like, I just feel like maybe I shouldn't tell people because I don't know. It's just, it's there's something really... Did you feel violated? Like, you always hear, like, I feel like the place is my own and blah, blah, blah. blah. It's creepy that somebody came here. And honestly, it was such a disturbing... Destructive job, like, like there were boxes labelled, you know, tax two thousand and seven and stuff mm. that he's picked up over his head and just shaken all the stuff out of and thrown it around. <laughs> we had a humidifier in the bedroom that he's just thrown across the room. Like, he's just gone mad, completely cut sick so throughout Ken the Bruce. whole house. It, it's Ken Bruce's job, right? Completely. Like every single thing, all the clothes were taken out and strewn around the place. Um, it was really, it was really full on. So it kind of didn't feel like ours and I didn't, I don't know, once I knew that it had happened and I saw it and went, oh my God, I started to try and figure out what was taken and all that stuff. But it was more that to be honest, the knife, the fact that he'd armed himself on the way out and that if we'd turned up maybe half an hour earlier, I don't know, whatever, that bit freaked me out probably more than the other stuff. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't sleep that night. Really? I couldn't. I just kept thinking about it and I had to like – I listened to a bunch of podcasts and I drifted off when I was doing that because I was able to focus. on. But, yeah, no, I was – it was – we didn't get – uh, we didn't get home until – well, actually, that night we we had to stay around. The, the cops said, oh, it's going to take us two hours to get there. Mm. So we're hanging around in a back lane uh, near the house um, just onto the side going, okay, they'll turn up soon. And it, and it did. It took two hours. Oh, it probably took a bit less. But then that process took a while. Um, and so we didn't get to – we bailed and went and had dinner somewhere like – 9.30 or something. Okay. And then we just thought about going home and we went, nah, because the door was busted and just nah anyway. Mm. And um, so I rang up a hotel and I said, um, you know, how's it going? <laughs> and said, mm. have you got any rooms? And then while she was – she said something like, how was your day? And I told her and she went, okay, get in the car now, head over here. I will make you – I will find you a room uh, I will look after you. Some people are good. Just remember that. Just remember, some people are good people. And, you know, she laid it on. Basically, we got a room that for not much, you know, and it was a really nice room and we got the free full-on breakfast and we got the this and the that and the free parking and whatever. And she was just like, you know, over the counter at, at us and stuff. Um, because she wanted to... Champagne? She wanted to... No, she didn't do that. But she was obviously 
that, you know, she was doing what a lot of people have been doing, which is like all the neighbours were lovely. Like everybody just goes, you're having, this is a bad thing that is happening to you. Mm. Let's be the good people in this story. And that's been like really nice. So I think because people have been so great and because, frankly, in order to do something like that, your life would have to be pretty average. I thought about it since you've been knocked over. Yeah. And... It says to me, yes, perhaps, but I think this this crime against just another innocent, like crime against innocent people annoys me. Yeah. Crime against companies doesn't so much. Yeah. And also the thing... To smash people's lives to bits. It's the smashing. See, if there'd been, if it had been like not that much damage, but Mm. they'd taken the key stuff, you know, the the microphones we're talking into, for (laughs) instance... um, you would have gone, okay, they needed to get money and get out and they probably got a terrible life. Yeah. But I still think even if you did something like that, you'd have to be pretty angry at Lily. You wouldn't like yourself very much. You know, you'd, it, life wouldn't be that fantastic if you're doing this kind of thing. To me, it just seems like the lowest of the crimes. Like on the crime totem pole. Yeah. Knocking over a house. Yeah. It's hardly, you know, you hardly fought knocks. Most joints don't have cameras on security. Yeah. Most places uh, don't expect to have to lock up their own stuff. Yeah. Because they don't expect that we, some We had locked it up, by the way. Pers- what, the house? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but if you've got uh, a couple of oh, bucks the or house. if you've got yeah, yeah, a, a yeah, camera yeah, yeah. or if you've got, you know, like a chainsaw that you don't want pinched. Yeah. Uh, you don't expect to have to keep everything under lock and within your house. Yeah, 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 totally. And I think it's a... a it angers me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting because for me, that that experience didn't. It didn't. Uh, maybe it just hasn't quite. But I just need. I don't. I had to go into fix it mode because we, you know, only had the weekend really, and I wanted to figure out what was taken. That was the hard bit. The you know, cops and the insurance people were like, "What was taken?" And we we're like, <laughs> "Honestly, I don't recognize." The I place. can't believe I left so much stuff here. Yeah. the night before. <laughs> I know uh, all that expensive stuff that you left. Uh, it really that's it now breaks my heart. Gone missing. Yeah. Well, just anyway, put on karma. You were saying. Yes, karma. And <clears throat> well, does but, karma come to? Does bad karma come to desperate people though? Yeah, I reckon it probably does. You sadly. think? Do you think karma has a, I a filter? I don't. I don't have a, karma. To me, it's a nice idea, but and maybe in some way, it kind of is a self fulfilling prophecy. But I'm not. So you don't believe in karma. I'm not depending on it. No. Yeah, but the karma. You're not. This this situation doesn't apply to you. If as karma, as karma goes. if karma was real, then you know what's Rupert Murdoch doing. You know what I mean? Like I, I just mm, karma. Really? I wouldn't put him up as a. Well, a I mean, Rebecca Brooks. Like she, you know, she's running a thing. Like I don't know. I just the people mm. that caused the GFC. <laughs> they're driving around in their new cars. Uh, I don't know. Happy? I just. Well, there you Are go. Are they happy? Are they happy? And I'm very happy to be sitting here speaking through a microphone that nobody stole on Friday night, Stuart Farrell. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, that was really off key. Stuart. You've had a hard weekend. <laughs> had a hard weekend. Uh, what's in my phone is you, my friend. All right. What have I done? <laughs> you sent a, I don't know, tweet, social media thing. It was on Facebook, something. Well, I am all over the social you media. You are so yeah. hip and happening and on the edge of the 
Jive. Insanity, anyway, yeah. Edge of the jive. <laughs> That's what all the cool kids are saying. Did you not know? Grandma. Anyway, you mentioned that you watched something on the ABC and I wanted to know what it was hmm. because a few people I saw mentioning it and it was something to do with mental health. Oh, yesterday was, it yesterday was Saturday. I can't remember. What day is it today? I have Monday, no idea. Sunday, Sunday. So Saturday night. Right. The crack up. Oh, you know, so my what weekends and days just turn into mush. Right, yeah. 24 hours is nothing anymore. I know. It's mush time. It would be. I know. You work seven days a week. You're an insane person. So, what was it? So, was it, was it a comedy fundraising type oh, yeah, they had funny the, uh, thing? Eddie Perfect hosting um, this variety show, had the bamboos and... Yeah. Uh, you know, they did an annoying thing at the start where they, you know, how we spoke recently about that video doing the rounds of the newsreaders fighting each other. Oh, and yeah. Leland Chin's now the kookiest cat yeah, that yeah, ever yeah. walked on the <laughs> earth. And, uh, well, um, they had one of those things with all the sunrise guys. Everyone oh, was trying, no. pretending to play instruments and re- oh, my God. auditioning oh, to be my on the crack up lineup. Pulse is going way too fast. It, uh, you know, Koshi, Koshi being kooky, no, playing no, the glasses, it. and um, who else was there? Okay. So anyway, there was that. Who cares? And as you pointed out, well, the three amigos, I think, it was the SBS. They were talking about, you know, mental health. Yeah, they're raising money for mental health. Great thing. It, it yeah, was yeah, at yeah. Uh, Mental As Week all week on the ABC, and right. it was Mental Health Week around the country, wasn't it? Probably, yep. Which I, I, did you happen to catch the documentary two or three part series um, inside the Campbelltown? Uh, mental home. No. no, that's that's not actually not a mental home. It's a uh, part of a hospital, but mm, with a um, psychiatric ward, maybe. Potentially mental home. Yes. Do, do they actually still have mental homes? No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't call you them know, mental homes. I grew up around a mental home, and uh, <laughs> I grew up Very, in a mental home. I was about to say. <laughs> You're treading on the edge of that. Like you're saying, and it was very uh, clever of the ABC to um, tackle the sensitive issue of <laughs> mental illness. I grew up in a mental home. Lol. No, 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 no. You said it. Now, I grew up near a, a bona fide uh, right. house, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was. It was back in the days when nut houses were nut houses. And they, they used to take ill people of mm. all um, flavours and just put them in one spot. Yeah. And it was uh, it was bad for the the patients. It was bad for the staff. Mm, yeah, but it was worse than <clears> they <throat> de-institutionalised and put everyone out on the street. Thank the you, street. Jeff Kennett. Thank you, Jeff Kennett. There we go. Reference to the other Start person the we were referring to before. Yes. No, but anyway. Look, so, but the, and then when there was an escapee, yeah. it was always like the suburb were going to lockdown yeah, for right. fear. And because that guy was coming to get you, right? Which mm. is a, a great. I mean, it's no wonder it's taking a while for the stigma of mental illness to dissipate. In, well, they've turned the the, um, the madhouse into a housing uh, state now, so that's good. The madhouse. Okay. So anyway, Stuart, hey, if I'm driving in the you car made, with my parents and that's how it's described, I grow up with that language. You made, and I may say this was my entire point of bringing this up. Quite, I thought a sensitive. Point, which Sensitive? was yeah, I know, yeah. Hilaire, which was that you were watching this and they were advocating all this sort of um, you know uh, mental health stuff, mm. and then you flicked over to what ABC? A- well, yeah, that was on ABC One and ABC Two. The very next channel <laughs> had uh, I live next door to a hoarder, so which is essentially <laughs> exploiting people completely with mental illness completely. And uh, I thought the uh, juxtaposition. juxtaposition. Yeah. Oh, you got there Snap. just as I did. And I said it, though, without mangling it. You did. Juxtaposition. You should have seen his eyes, everyone. It was pretty adorbs. 
Well, and now I'm doing professor fingers. Oh, you really are. Mm. Steeple fingers. Steeple Stuart, fingers. We were supposed to, this was supposed to be a really short one. Oh, okay. Well, that was what was in your phone. That was because uh, I'm sensitive. Now, uh, <laughs> just before we end, we do <laughs> yes. have to thank this week's Stimply Small podcast sponsor. This has been a bit of a ramble. Yep. It's been a bit of an insight into your heart and soul. I and, know. I uh, still feel a bit vulnerable because of and it. And you, you're probably in shock. So we've got another four mornings together. Yeah. If you were to break down, yeah. nobody would put you in the Would judge house. me? Well, no. please don't. Let's. The nut house is not becoming a meme of our show. <laughs> it's not becoming a repeated gag. It is just not. Nut house? No. What were you going to say? Uh, our sponsor. Yes. Steve the Small Podcast sponsor. Yes. Is a gig. Unreal. Comedy for Karma, the Dance for Dharma School fundraiser. They happen once a year, I think. And for some reason, they pull a massive lineup of comedians, which is good for a comedy gala. Yeah. It's down at the Dance for Town Hall. I hear doors open at seven. <laughs> doors open at seven. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Right, look, I'm an idiot. Yeah, no, for your so, tickets, yes. head to dharmaschool.com.au. That's D-H-A-R-M-A school.com.au. Ah, right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Dharma, okay. Like Dharma masala, right? Now Dharma, yeah. We're going to look up Dharma. Well, I will today at some point, and tell you tomorrow morning what is a Dharma school. Okay, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. A Dharma school. I always like the idea of going to a drama school, so it can't be far from that. Well, Dharma schools maybe it's like cooking. You know, like they cook spices and, and non-meat mm. type arrangements. <laughs> uh, thanks to those guys. They are the stupidly <laughs> small podcast sponsor, and we, we're going to just slip out now. We've already mentioned that uh, Tony Martin, yes, is playing. Should we slip another one out? Yes, please. We'll go We'll go quirky mm. because this guy is very funny. This is a guy I saw a couple of years ago at the Melbourne uh, International Comedy Festival. He's the one comedian Stu's ever liked, everybody. Get oh, no, your I like pens out. I like Simon Keck. Pens out. I like Adam Richard. Pens out. I like... Here's uh, the big one. No, I know I, who I, it is. I like uh, Josh... What's his name? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but to this guy, this guy made me laugh and guffaw. I went and saw... What's her name? Um, oh, this is going the well. The chick with the singing. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I accidentally went and saw her. The chick with the singing. Oh, okay. Geraldine Quinn. I knew that was who it was. And I wasn't going to name her because no, I no, know... Because she's, she's very talented. Yeah. Um, but I, was, I thought I'd booked in for a comedy show. <laughs> and she came out dressed like an alien, started singing. And I didn't know what was going on because I thought I was interviewing her. And it turns out I got the wrong comedian. So I got an a, a, like an insight into operatic comedy. Oh, Stuart. Okay. So it's very good. She was I think she was on the was she on the cricket was? Anyway, Stuart. Oh no, she's playing at Trades Hall. What are you talking All about? Right, who's performing. the person who's not Geraldine Quinn, not performing. someone called Josh, not <laughs> a whole lot of other performing people? Performing at Comedy for Karma, the Dallas Dharma School fundraiser this Friday, the sixteenth of October. Tickets yes. online. David Quirk. Oh, we got there. And that guy made me laugh. And he's a skateboarder. Oh, Funny oh guy. my God. Oh my Every time God. I say hello to him, he doesn't know who I am. That's a sad And I reckon story. it's a joke. It's one of his funny jokes. Oh, yeah. He just pretends <laughs> he doesn't know me. I go, oh, you've done it again, haven't you? Funny. You're funny, David. You always <laughs> pretend you don't know me, especially when it's in front of people. <laughs> and I've go? just said hi. <laughs> Stuart. You. Because it's behind me and I've now moved my... Yeah, now newly renovated, thanks to thanks to the crazy guy who, man. the guy who came around on Friday. <laughs> I now don't have any to, of the details. Hey, Stu. I've been begging you to renovate this place. How do people get in touch with us? Okay, well then go to <laughs> stupidlybig.com. They can contact us on the website, of course, or at stupidlybig on Twitter, uh, Facebook at stupidlybig. 
Uh, PO box fourteen thirty six Fitzroy North three zero six eight. That's an eyesight test for you, isn't it? It is a bit. Yeah, I do need to uh, check on my prescription. Yeah. And of course, the way we do like to hear from people is uh, via the phone, and they can just hit the tab or just ring zero three nine zero seven nine eight nine four seven. Now, Lauren Clark. <laughs> that was the worst read out of a number. Nine eight four seven. Just go to the website and go to voicemail. Now, P.S. Whoever left us a voicemail that was insane alien music. You're an idiot, and I love it. And I can't wait to use it for something. Well, they can use it for the Festival of Stupidly Small Ideas, which is coming in two weeks' time, I yes. think. So, uh, yeah, pretty much. Get your uh, things in. We've only got a week or so of taking submissions. and we. You did it. say Wednesday. No, you but then Wednesday I got, I got my week. weeks wrong. So it's Wednesday week. Oh, I see. Yep. So you've still got time, so but got a week we'll, we'll a bit. probably cut it the other way. Lauren Clark. Yes, you have. Time to go. We've limped to the end. Well, we haven't limped. We've romped. But we've romped through a whole lot of rubbish. Rubbish. It's like someone's coming to tip everything over and we've had to climb over the I top. I it is rather like that's a nice metaphor. Thanks for that. Hey, Stu, thanks for keeping me entertained as the world fell around me. And thank you, like a trooper, for pulling this studio together and your life and for letting us all back into it. It's always a pleasure. Bye-bye.